Hello, and welcome to Bipolar Thoughts. My name is Steven, and today I wanted to go over a few things, do things a little bit different. Um, first of all, I wanted to apologize for my squeaky chair. If you happen to hear it, it's not much I can do about it. It's the only chair I've got, and it's either that or go pile myself into a teeny tiny little closet. And that's how I was originally doing my podcast, but I'm trying to, you know, be a little bit more professional, so this is actually on my computer, and I'm waiting for a new um, microphone setup to come in the mail today or tomorrow. So once that comes in, hopefully things will be a little bit better, a little bit smoother, and hopefully this won't sound as shitty. Um, sorry, I did hit my paper which I might do frequently throughout this, so if you hear like a slight pause for a second, that's probably what it is, is I'm just hitting my, my vape or taking a sip of coffee. And if you have a problem with vaping, then, you know, fuck off and find another podcast, because I'm going to do it in this one. <clears throat> Today I wanted to go over um, my therapy sessions a little bit. Um, I don't hear a lot of people talk about their actual experiences through that. They'll talk about therapy in itself and how you should go find therapists and how you know maybe it's helped them or something like that but they don't i've never really hear too many like general experiences of what therapy was like for someone or like what their sessions were like um the only podcast i've heard that's even really kind of close to this uh, and she is a giant inspiration for me um i found her podcast on spotify and it has changed my life. She was the first person that I could really actually relate to and identify with, with every single thing that she said, every single, and I still am huge, huge, giant fan of hers. Um, the show is called, um, Bipolar Diaries, um, with Anastasia. And I would suggest that even if you don't like my podcast, go find hers because I guarantee you she will change your life. Um, at least give you something, someone to relate to. If you don't relate to me, I guarantee you relate to her. <clears throat> um, so, my therapy sessions. I started seeing a therapist, um, I guess about a year ago or so, and I was really nervous at first. It was probably the most nerve-wracking thing I've ever done. And I have really bad anxiety. Like, so bad that like whenever I started college for me to even go in to talk to somebody about registration I pulled up into the parking lot six six times and couldn't even get out of the car uh, pulled up stopped the car one or two times I actually opened the door and then and got out and then got right back in the car turned it on and drove away I did that about six times because I just could not bring myself to do it. And finally, finally, and I don't mean this in like any kind of like super woo-woo religious way, but I finally told, you know, a higher power. I said, look, you're going to have to make this happen. I can't do it on my own. And there's no way that I'm going to go in that building of my own free will, of my own free accord. So you're going to have to make it happen. And sure enough, the next day, the universe opened the door, and I walked in, and it's, I haven't looked back. It's changed my life. I now have an associate's degree. I'm working on my bachelor's degree in communications and history, 
religion, religious studies and philosophy. Um, it's something that I never thought I would do. I'm, I'm a little bit older, so being a 35-year-old, you know, student is really challenging. But anyway, back to my therapy session. So I started seeing her about a year ago, and I was nerve-wracked about it. I, I was just, oh shit, what am I going to talk about? She's going to want to ask about things that I don't know if I'm comfortable talking about, like... I very much felt like it was a goodwill hunting moment where I was going to go in and sit with Robin Williams and I was going to tell him to fuck off, basically. And I was going to be smarter than him and I was going to be better. You know, like, you're not really going to be able to diagnose me. Who the hell are you? You don't know me and you're not going to ever understand the shit that I've been through. I, by the way, my therapist is a female, so I was when I was saying him, I was referring to Robin Williams. That's That's crazy neither here nor there anyway um and it was it was really I, I don't know intense at first because we just the first few sessions and really the first few like months is really kind of a get to know you process where you um you really it's kind of like dating a little bit you kind of just learn to learn learn to communicate to each other um and she's we're still kind of in that phase and it's been about a year and i know that i think i think that a lot of people expect therapy to be this like cure-all like i'm gonna go in sit down talk to this person one or two times tell them a couple of things and they're gonna give me some magic you know cure that i'm going to be able to go home and just be just be done you know like but no therapy is not like that therapy is an ongoing all the time thing like i have to see <clears throat> and I, we tried several different types of ways like we went through we were doing once a month and that was way too long of a time period to try and because you only have an hour to try and cram a month's worth of, of shit into one hour is just almost fucking impossible. There's just not enough time. And then, not to properly cover everything at least. And then we tried um, once every two weeks, I think. And again, that was just too much time to shove into one hour. And then we switched down to, we went to twice a week. And that was too much. That was that was too much because there wasn't enough time jumping in between. So it'd be like Monday I would see her, and then Thursday I would see her, and not an you know Tuesday and Wednesday I might have great fucking days and not have a whole lot to talk about, you know. Or we might talk about the fact that I had two great days, but there wouldn't be any real depth to anything of substance. So now we switched back to. Um, once every two weeks, and that's mostly just because of my school schedule. My school schedule has been kind of hectic, especially during the summertime. It's hard to really buckle down on anything, like lock anything in. That sounds like it would be the opposite way, but it's not. It's because the summertime is just a lot harder to schedule anything because people are on vacation or, you know, different fucking reasons and excuses for that. Um, Sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought for a second. Um, what was I saying? So anyway, so um, 
seeing her once every two weeks now, and to be honest with you, I'm not sure that the progression is moving at the speed that I want. Um, I have quite a bit to work through, um, and we haven't like really gotten into like we haven't really like dug into my past or like anything like that and that's probably partly my fault because i mean we've talked about like what it is i want to cover and i have really bad trust issues like it's really hard for me to maintain friendships because all the friends i've ever put my trust in have pretty much fucked me over um and royally too not just in like small little ways Ooh, sorry about the chair i told you there was not much i can do about it um so i sit on the floor and i'm not fucking doing that so um, anyway, what was I saying? Um, shit, lost one. See, this is what you get for having an ADHD brain. Um, but yeah, so that's the kind of actually more of the things that we were, we were kind of going over is that like my trust issues and how hard it is for me to trust people was, um, not just friends, but maintaining even like actual relationships is very difficult for me. And the partner I'm with now, my girlfriend, she's been absolutely amazing i don't know i don't deserve somebody like that because she puts up with my shit and i don't know why um she might be partly as crazy as i am oh we haven't figured that part out yet <laughs> um but if she does if she does have problems then it's not bad because her crazy matches my crazy so it works out um yeah the therapy sessions we haven't really dug into anything that's like really really deep i guess we've been mostly focusing on like surface issues trust and you know things like that which i do need to work on because i can't maintain friendships and that was something that's something i've, I've learned here recently is that like actually through listening to um the bipolar diaries there was one of her guests that mentioned something called rsd and RSD or RDS, I can't remember, I gotta look it up. But anyway, basically, the way she was describing it was that, like, emotions are really hard to to understand for me. Like, for example, my girlfriend and I were talking about, like, the concept of love. Like, I do love my girlfriend, but I don't understand love. Like, if if you were to ask me to describe what love feels like, I would only be able to give you what examples of what i've seen other people say love is like i can't actually tell you what love is like i can't I, because i don't i don't know what that feels like you know i know what anger feels like i know what you know sadness feels like i know things like that but if you ask me to describe how i feel about someone else i really couldn't tell you other than giving you examples of what other people have said or or things like that back to the hardest beat thing that is more um like my perception of what your perception of me is so like and this sounds horrible but like if i if i go to walmart i'm constantly thinking about what everybody or else everybody else around me is thinking about me uh, that sounds narcissistic or paranoid and it might be a little bit of both but the real the reality of it is that like that is my that's my day i can't go outside in public without worrying that everyone around me is staring at me and that everyone around me is thinking about me in some kind of like they're judging me 
you know, and they may not be saying it out loud, but I can, it, I feel like I can see it on their eyes or I can tell by the way that they walk or look at me, things like that, that, that they're judging me. And that, I'm, that completely could be 100% of my head. I could be completely making that up, but that's, that's my reality. That's how it is for me when I walk through the store. Um, it's just, so that's something that I think I'm going to have to bring up in my next my next session because we haven't again we haven't really dove into anything like that um i want to stop right here real fast pause for a second and just say that just because my sessions aren't going the way necessarily that i want or just because they're i don't know just because they're not I guess just because they're not entirely progressing the way that I feel like they should doesn't mean that therapy doesn't work or that my therapy isn't working for me. Um, I'm going to get into a little bit more of how it's helped me in just a little bit, but really I wanted to say that if you feel like you need someone to talk to, if you feel like you need help or guidance or you just don't know what the hell's wrong with you and you want somebody to kind of help you figure it out and, and work through those those things with you. If you're like me and you don't understand emotions or you don't you can't regulate your emotions or emotions are just kind of the bane of your existence, you know, then a therapist can really help with those kind of things. They can they can help you get to the root problem of a lot of things that hold, hold you back or things that, you know, keep you from being the best version of yourself that you can be a therapist can help you get to that point um i just haven't personally gotten there yet and again therapy is not a one-size-fits-all and it doesn't it's not the same for everybody and it's some people can maybe go to one or two sessions and be perfectly fine and that's all they needed i cannot do that <laughs> i and therapy is going to have to be one of those forever things for me um just because even once I get to a point where I feel like I'm, air quote, cured, um, I still don't think that's ever going to be the complete case. I'm still going to have something to talk about. I'm still going to have days that come up that are going to be issues that I, I'm going to want to talk about. Um, side note, I am a recovering alcoholic, so I do have I mean, obviously I have addictive tendencies, but I also have, I used to go to meetings and that is one great way to find support. If you have any kind of addiction, the number one, first thing I'm going to tell you to do is go find a meeting, go find a meeting and find a sponsor because those, those two things are imperative. You have to find yourself a support system. And just like in, in AA or NA or anything like that, with mental illness, the the most important thing is to have a support system. If you don't have people around you that understand what you're going through, or at least can at least will support you in trying to figure that out, you're not. It's gonna be a rocky, really rough road. Having that support system, having people that understand. Okay, he's just they're just having this kind of day because you know, that's not necessarily, that's, that's just how they are, but it's kind of like that. It's kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's not an excuse, but it's, it's an understanding, you know, like yesterday. Perfect example is yesterday. I, out of nowhere, had 
I kind of went into a down phase. It, I mean, not really like, <clears throat> excuse me, I wasn't really like depressed, depressed, but I, I didn't want to engage in anything and nothing made me happy. I found no real joy in anything and it just, I lost all my, like all my joy, basically all my gas went right out of me. And I kind of forgot what I was saying about that. Um, I don't know. Give me a second, it'll come back. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, if you need help, go find it. Therapy is not going to be something... If you need help, find it. That support system is going to be the number one thing that you are going to have to have. Whether you're going to therapy or not, even having just surrounding yourself with people that can understand what you're going through, at least to a point where they can, and I hate to say the words like accommodate or you know, tiptoe around those kind of things. Like, I hate saying shit like that, but like, my girlfriend knows that, like, if I'm having a bad day, don't push me. Don't, you know, don't keep asking me what's wrong. Don't keep, you know, bothering me about it because the more you bother me about it, the more it's going to get. So she knows that, like, if I'm in, you know, one of my phases or one of my moods, that the best thing that she can do is just kind of support me you know if I need something she'll she'll help me with it you know she she knows that if she doesn't you know say hey are you hungry or you know something like that I probably won't eat you know she'll she'll get on my ass about things like hey when was the last time you had water you know something like that but she doesn't really ask me like hey what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong she doesn't really do that because she knows the more she asks me the more it's going to piss me off and the less I'm actually going to probably fucking tell her so now she knows to just kind of give me my space, wait for me. Eventually, I'll talk about it, but I have to have my space in order for me to process it, in order for me to be able to explain it to someone else so that they can process it and understand my process of processing. <laughs> that was a bit intense to say. <laughs> um, Goddamn watch keeps going off. Sorry. Um. It's 2.15 in the morning. Who is texting me? <laughs> Nobody, apparently. Just my watch going off. Um, so, yeah, let's. I wanted to get back into... Let's set that, side of, that aside. And I wanted to get back into something like some of the things that I've tried to help me with... Um, just some of my things like depression. So, journaling. I tried journaling. Um... Journaling helps. It's I'm not consistent with it. I wish I was. I wish I was better about it. But I often find myself just feeling stupid doing it because I don't understand. Like I, I don't. I feel weird just putting putting in like my thoughts down on paper. I know that's probably really helpful and I understand all that, but I don't understand it. Like they're my thoughts. I don't understand. I, I don't know. I just. I don't get it, but I do know that it does help sometimes. It's like just getting shit off your chest, you know? Again, man, I have so much apologize for this chair. Eventually, I'm going to get a new one. It's just this was the best office chair that I could find at the time, and 
apparently it's going by the wayside. It needs to be, I need a new chair, um, which has now taken away my brain thought of what the hell I was talking about. Oh, journaling. Sorry, again, I have really bad, really bad ADHD. I haven't taken my medicine yet because, again, it's 2.15 in the morning and I don't want to be even more wired than I already am. So, back to journaling. Journaling does help. I, have, I actually have several journals. I have one journal that I try to consistently write in. It's I probably write in it at least once a week. Um, I try to do it every day, but it's almost impossible for me to get through to do. Um, so I don't really use that that one more than about a week. I have one journal that I use that is specifically for like one thing I thought about doing was going back and writing my life out. And not like a memoir, well, kind of like a memoir, I guess, but it was supposed to be people say like write a letter to yourself and and you know uh, you know forgive yourself or whatever I, I couldn't do that i can't write a letter to myself and then mail it to myself knowing what the hell is in that letter like it's not going to do me any good like I, I already know what's in the letter and it's not i wrote it you know it's just not going to do me any good so i thought okay well let me write out my life story and then in doing so, maybe I can kind of work out some of the things that, you know, might might need to be worked on. And actually, in doing so, I discovered a couple of things that I forgot about that I didn't realize were actual issues for me. Um, and I need to get back into doing that because that was really, really helping a lot. I just haven't haven't done it yet um, or gotten back into it between school and um, I'm being initiated into the Freemasons on Thursday, and so between that and school and organizations and things like that, it's just been, it's really hard. It's really difficult to try and find time for myself. Um, so that's really why this podcast is kind of so important to me, because instead of journaling, I think that, or I kind of had a thought that maybe this might be a better way for me to try and express myself and get my thoughts out there. And hopefully they'll help somebody, somebody else out there. Hopefully some of you might get something out of this. I doubt it because I sound like I'm fucking rambling right now, or I feel like I am at least. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Journaling just didn't, it works, but it doesn't work. At least not for me. Um, I don't really know what else to say about that. I'm trying to think about any other methods that I might have tried, but honestly, I think this podcast is probably the best thing that I've done so far. I've, out of all the methods, the methods that I've tried, I've also tried meditation. Meditation does not work, not for me at least, because again, I have really bad anxiety and really bad ADHD. So I, it's hard for me to clear my mind enough for me to find that middle ground of mindfulness that that peace that presence presentness i'm always either in the past or in the future 99 percent of the time i'm in the future most of the time the past for me is in the past but it affects my future and 
because of my past, I'm constantly worried about my future. And so I'm constantly thinking about my future based on the based off of past experiences. And that's really not a right way to live. Um, it's actually probably the exact opposite of way of living. Um, but I don't really know how else to live. So again, I guess that's what therapy is for. I don't know because we haven't gotten to that point yet. I'm really kind of hoping I see her not this Friday, but next Friday. So I'm kind of hoping that by then I'll have had some time to maybe do one or two more episodes and see if maybe they don't give me some kind of I don't know, ammunition to go in with and talk to her about something, you know, just something to kind of, I don't know. She gave me this thing. I have a problem with not loving myself or I guess I hate even saying that, but I have a problem with like not being nice to myself. So she gave me this almost like, I guess, CBT, um, cognitive behavioral therapy type thing where it's called ABC, please. And you have to like, I don't even fucking know. I, I don't really understand it. We didn't really have time to go over it, so I don't really know very much about it. It doesn't sound like something for me because I'm not like a hippy-dippy, huggy. I don't want you to hug me. You hug me and I'm probably going to hit you unless I tell you to hug me or I say it's okay. But if you get in my space, my little bubble, you're probably not going to get out of it feeling very good. And that's not like, that's just me reacting to you being in my space. Um, and so she gives me this thing and it's like, try writing about an issue you have that tends to make you feel inadequate or bad about yourself, physical appearance, work or relationships, uh, issues. And then what emotions come up when you think about this aspect of yourself? I'm like, I don't fucking know because I don't understand these things. I don't understand what makes me feel inadequate. Everything makes me feel inadequate. I make me feel inadequate. So I don't understand like how I'm supposed to write about things that make me feel bad about myself when everything makes me feel bad about myself. I feel bad about myself because I feel bad about myself. Like I feel like a pussy because probably I don't know if that offended anybody. And if it did, I'm sorry, change the fucking episode. But I feel like a fucking weenie because I say something like, you know, love yourself or, you know, something like that. I don't know. It's just, it's just the way that I was raised and it's not the best way of, of, of being, but being where I'm from in a very, very small South Texas, Southeast Texas town, it's that kind of talk is, can get you beat up. So I don't, it's just uncomfortable for me. Um, I wasn't raised in an environment full of, you know, lovey-dovey, hug, kiss, makeup, you know, say you're sorry. We, I didn't grow up in that kind of kind of environment. And so it, it's just hard for me to understand these things. Um, I think I've rambled a lot. Um, I was going to kind of cover the results of what's going on, but I think I've kind of done that a little bit as far as like what's going on with my therapy. I will say that I have started to learn or notice things about myself that I didn't notice before 
or I noticed them before, but I didn't notice them as often or as prevalently as I do now. Now I notice things like, I can't even really give you an example right now, probably too early in the morning for me to even be thinking, I probably shouldn't be doing a fucking episode at 2, two, two o'clock in the morning anyway, but I went to bed at like 7.30, 8 o'clock last night because I was fucking depressed and that's what you do when you're depressed, but because of that, I woke up at, you know, 1.30 this morning, so now we're making a podcast, yeah, sounds like a great fucking idea. Um, anyway, my results um, have been slow, and I've been mostly about learning to recognize things within myself that I knew were there, but I never really paid attention to. Um... So yeah, I mean, I guess that's really the best thing I the best thing I can say is that it's just been a slow process, you know. But it is, it does work. Um, I, my advice would be to have a clear goal of what you want to get out of your therapy sessions before you go in there. Um, don't just go in blind and expect them to know everything or to know what to do immediately because they don't know you they have to get to know you um the first like month of me seeing my therapist or maybe even longer than that was basically one long giant hour-long bitching session that's all i did because i went in and complained for now and that's why my my progression has been so slow is because I didn't know what it was I wanted. I just went in and bitched and had no real... I was expecting her to do all the work, basically. I, I didn't expect to do... Didn't understand that I was going to have to be the one to put all the work in. That she would give me the tools, but I was going to have to use them. And I'm still learning that. That's something I'm still trying to get used to and work on and learn. Which are my next steps. Those are the next things I'm, I have to do is... Learn to do these hippy dippy little love things that she says because honestly, those are the things that tear me down. You know, it's it's not wrong. The things that you know I say are hippy dippy or whatever. Those things are real and they actually work. So take that for what you want. Um, this, my next steps are to do whatever the hell my my therapist says to do next. Actually, my next step is to find a, a psychiatrist because. I'm not entirely sure about the medicines that I'm on or even some of the diagnoses that I've got. I think that I have more diagnoses that have gone unchecked, and I think they are byproducts of my bipolar disorder or my ADHD or my anxiety, or they're a combination of all of them. I, I really don't know, but I know that a psychiatrist could help me kind of figure that out. So that's, that's my next step. Um, wow, 30, 31 minutes. This is a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Most of my episodes are only like 10 or 15 minutes, but, um, I actually asked Anastasia for some, some tips and she said that she found when she just kind of has some bullet points and then gets on and talks that the podcast seems a little bit more genuine, a little more authentic. And so I wanted to get on and try this method instead of doing a scripted, scripted out, written out um, podcast episode. I thought I'd get on here and just kind of, I feel like I've ranted and raved and, and rambled, but 
I wanted to get on here and try and give it an unscripted chance and or try it unscripted and see how it went with the bullet points. And I have doubled my episode length. So I hope that that I hope that this has done some good for somebody. I hope somebody might get something out of this because otherwise it just, I feel like it was just another bitch session for me. Um, and it might have been who fucking knows. I just hope that somebody gets something out of this because I don't want anybody else to feel the way that I do. I don't want anybody else to have to suffer the way that I did or have or am. And if there's if there's anything I can tell you to do, it's get help. I can't, I can tell you, I can sit here and tell you my experiences. I can tell you other people's experiences whenever they tell them to me, you know, things like that. But you're never gonna, I'll never know what your experiences are. I'll never know what you are actually going through. And the only way for you to work through that is to go talk to somebody who can help you work through that, who does understand and will understand and will listen with compassion and will work with you. If you don't like your therapist when you get one, fuck them, try a new one. The thing about it is that you have to take care of yourself. This all comes down to you. You have to be the one to take charge. If you want to get better, then you have to try and get better. Don't take one doctor's whatever for face value. Don't If they tell you that there's nothing wrong, find another doctor. If another doctor tells you that this is wrong, but this is right, fuck them, find another doctor. If they tell you that you don't have ADD and you feel like you might have it, fuck them, find another damn doctor. That's how you do this. This is your life. You have to be in control of it. You can't let anybody else dictate what's going on for you or how you're, how you're feeling or anything like that because this is a life or death situation. For me, it is. For me specifically, if I'm not on my meds, if I'm not talking to people, if I'm not communicating how I'm feeling with other people and I just let myself go into a deep depression, there is a very serious chance that I will go down a very dark road. And I know this about myself. Knowing this about myself, I have I have to be the one to take charge of that. Yes, I do have a support system that helps helps me recognize those times when I don't see them in myself, or they can recognize the signs before they happen. You know, before it happens, because they've recognized some of my symptoms and they know, okay, this is what happens when he's leading up into a manic phase, or this is what's happening whenever he's leading into a depressive phase. So they kind of know the signs. They don't always hit. Sometimes it just is random and it just kind of comes out of nowhere. But I have to be the one to do something about it. They can tell me, hey, you're about to be depressed. But I'm the only one that can do anything about that. When the depression hits, I'm the only one that can say, okay, I'm going to lay in this fucking bed and there's nothing I can do about it. Or I can get my ass up. Now, that being said, (laughs) let me stop right there and say that that is not 100% all the time there are times and it's only because i'm medicated that this doesn't happen as often as it used to but there are times when i can't get out of bed i get so depressed that it physically hurts to move i can't i can't get out of bed it's just not it's just not gonna happen i can't even describe to you why or how it's just i i'm not fucking moving (laughs) i'm not getting out of that goddamn bed it's just not gonna happen I don't want to eat. I'm not eating. I'm not drinking. I don't give a shit. I might sip some water, but that's the best you're going to get out of me. Um, so I just know that that that's not the end all be all that there are times where you you can't get out of it. And that's 
that's where that support system comes in handy again because they can help you get through those rough times. Um, so therapy, a support system, and your own fucking will to live are the most important things that you're going to be able that are going to help you get through this. Medication is going to help, yes. If you don't believe in medication, then there are other ways to do it. And I'm telling you that therapy and isn't the end all, but therapy and and other ways, other things are are, are ways. There there are tons of ways to get this done. <laughs> I got flustered there for a second at the end of this. Um, I hope everybody, I hope everybody gets somebody gets something out of this again and. I, I don't really know. I, I, this is a whole new format for me, a whole new way of doing this, this episode. So there's probably a lot of rambling in it and probably a lot of shit you don't want to hear. But just know that this was the first episode like this. And going forward with my new equipment that should be in to tomorrow, today or tomorrow, um, the, the, the show is going to get better. It's going to continue to get better. and. I hope that you are willing to grow with me and that, again, that it helps somebody. Um, the only other thing I can tell you is kind of the thing I'll say at the end of everything, but you don't have to sit in the dark alone. There's always somebody there that can help you. There's always someone there like you. <laughs>